Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Five Bytes Podcast. I'm your host, Rory Monahan. The last few episodes have featured a lot of Microsoft-related news due to their various events and announcements. This week saw the GPU Tech Conference in California. It was interesting timing for the conference to take place, with cryptocurrency values dropping and Uber halting testing of their autonomous vehicles in Tempe, Arizona. The company's share price went from $249.72 on the 27th of March to $231.59 at closing at the end of the week. And this was actually after a late rally. The price had dropped as low as about $218.54. I'm not sure if these events influenced the content of the keynote and the content of the conference as a whole, but it appears there was much more of a business focus rather than a focus on cryptocurrency mining or the company's original strength video gaming. There was plenty of cool announcements, however, including the reveal of the NVIDIA Quadro GV100, a new high-end GPU which features NVIDIA's next-gen architecture and 32GB of memory. One of interest to those specifically in the healthcare field was the announcement of the Clara Medical Imaging Supercomputer, which is a cloud-based supercomputer technology. Clara can breathe new life into old standard data output machines like ultrasound machines by transforming old limited 2D images into 3D images and with much more key data presented by leveraging AI models to map this. It's and probably the coolest announcement was that of the world's largest GPU. It will be Nvidia's most powerful and most expensive piece of hardware. The Nvidia DGX2 which is a GPU supercomputer weighing in at a massive 350 pounds. The supercomputer features 16 individual Tesla V100 GPUs, each with 32 gigs of system memory. These cards all work together through NVIDIA's NVSwitch technology. During the week, NVIDIA also showcased with a demo that involved uh, Kubernetes together with NVIDIA's own Saturn V GPU cluster. This combination leveraged Kubernetes load balancer and showed off the capabilities of massive scaling and the ability to run models at a high performance level. I think this is the fifth episode in which I've mentioned Kubernetes. It really is helping to transform many tech spaces. If you're a regular listener, you may also recall I mentioned a few episodes ago that the first ever vGPU VM migration was demoed by NVIDIA and Citrix together using Zenmotion on Zen Server. That capability was also officially launched. All in all, I would say it seems like it was a solid showing from NVIDIA, and I wouldn't let the dip in stock price fool you. This is a company making products with huge growth potential. Most companies I work for haven't invested in GPU yet, but that really is the next step technologically for orgs who want stellar performance. I could see big things in the future for NVIDIA. In other news, Microsoft Teams have now released MSI installers in both 32-bit and 64-bit format. This is great for enterprise organizations, giving them a quick and easy way to deploy using traditional deployment tools like SCCM. Unfortunately, as pointed out by my buddy Vignish, it appears while the idea was good, the execution is pretty poor. It seems the MSI itself is really like a pseudo MSI, just wrapping the installer inside of it and dropping that into a directory with a registry run key to install it for each user as they log in. That's a really archaic way of installing applications on a per user basis and it's something that application packaging people like me try to avoid and have been for quite a while so that is really disappointing. 
Boeing got infiltrated by WannaCry this week. It's claimed they took quick action and the damage was pretty contained. This should serve as a reminder, don't rest on your laurels and assume the threat has passed. We all must learn as we go and layer tighter security as we go. Speaking of WannaCry, the real hero of that, who I won't mention by name even though it's out there publicly, he, he didn't intend for his name to be out there, but he goes by Malware Tech Blog on Twitter. And he has started a Patreon page to raise funds. Since his arrest in the U.S., he has been prevented from working. And he is also raising legal funds separately from the Patreon. Only you will know how prepared or ill-prepared your organization was for WannaCry. If you feel he saved your butt and gave you a long enough reprieve to secure your systems, maybe a nice way to say thank you is to chip in a little to help him out. Apple unveiled a new 9.7-inch iPad with a pencil, which appears to be aimed at those in education with a price point of about $299. This adds to an already large range of different sizes for the iPad. Brian Madden reported on rumors of a multi-session Windows 10 this week, suggesting that this may be behind Microsoft removing the RDSH feature from Windows Server 2019 preview. At the moment, it appears this may just be rumor, but it would certainly be a very interesting move by Microsoft. I'm in that team of those people who don't believe that would help with application compatibility, but depending on the execution, it could have other benefits. The Internet Engineering Task Force has approved TLS 1.3 as an internet standard. This could have wide range implications as many vendors and orgs rethink their SSL3 investments. This week, Intel had to address reports of a new side channel attack on branch prediction units in SG6. A spokesperson has claimed they anticipate that existing software mitigations for previously known side channel exploits, such as the use of side channel resistant cryptography, will be similarly effective against the method described in the white paper. Hopefully this one doesn't grow and come back to bite them in the ass. And now for this episode's hot job. Logic Callus are looking for a systems engineer with both Citrix and Windows experience. This is a full-time position and is based in their Westchester office in Ohio. As you might expect as an engineer, it involves performing break, fix, and troubleshooting, responding to client issues, uh, handling escalations, working with sales teams and service delivery managers, following change process, and all that good stuff. And now, scripts, tricks, and tips. This week features the base image script framework, our BIS-F, which is an incredible tool that helps automate sealing of your base image. This tool can be used with Citrix Zenabs and Desktop, whether it's PVS or MCS, Citrix app layering, VMware Horizon View, or whatever you have. It really takes the guesswork out of the process for all of those environments. And if you're new to one, say you're moving to VMware Horizon and you're used to Citrix ZenApp with PVS, well, this will be a huge leg up by just using this tool. As always, links which I have referenced for this episode of the podcast can be found on the YouTube description of this episode as well as on my site. Thank you very much for listening.